It's now time for our weekly conversation with New Mexico United owner and CEO, Peter Trevisani. Let's get caught up with anything and everything United. Here's Peter, Joe, and Sam. Welcome back to Team Talk Live from Sandia Sports Bar. What a great night to come out here. First of all, beautiful view of the mountains. we got 50 TVs. Great food and drink. Uh, we've got the ALCS going on right now. Rangers up 5-3 later on tonight. D-backs in Philly to face the Phillies. And then, uh, of course, Monday Night Football. Cowboys in L.A. to face the Chargers. But we got to go back to Friday night real quick. We're going to bring in President and CEO Peter Trevisani here in just a second. But I can't get enough of this first goal, this first highlight from Friday night. Hit it, Adam Deal. Quarter kick here in the near side on this left wing. On the near sideline, left wing. It's right to left attack for New Mexico United. This will be a nice early goal, Adam. Fourth minute. Justin Portillo to take it. Portillo waiting. Puts his hand up. His left hand to say go. Curls it. Looking towards the back post. And it's clipped on and in. Shake the net. An early start. New Mexico United lead. Harry Swartz. Welcome to the party. So there you go, Pete. And I mean, 11,700, uh, almost, uh, you know, at the same time excited, but breathing a sigh of relief because we were going to be playing out in front on Friday night, Pete. Hey, they, Joe, that was, uh, Greg, I got some chills here and that. It was, you just knew it going into that game. You know, you never try to get so, you know, you never know how you feel and what the game's going to be there, but it was blackout night. It was electric with fireworks and, you could just feel the stadium buzzing. Uh, the energy was the best it's been this year. And uh, to get out on that, you know, on our front foot, literally get a goal in the first few minutes, uh, it just it just exploded the crowd. I think a lot of people were still outside in line and waiting to get in and missed it. But for those in the stadium, it was it was electric. And it just made you feel like, you know what, this is going to be our night. We just got to keep uh, keep the pedal down and make it happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, four goals in all on Friday night. So everybody got a little piece of that, Pete. Uh, but I'll tell you what, um, you know, we talked with Eric Quill, Coach Quill, uh, a day before the game. And he said his decisions on who he was going to go with in the lineup were going to be so, so difficult. But as we've seen him do uh, so often as of late, especially Pete, or actually since the day he got here, he, he's been, he pulled all the right strings from a personnel standpoint point and those guys delivered got off to the quick start two goals in the first 16 minutes when you throw uh that let's hear zico bailey's goal sam why not let's have some fun here's zico bailey's goal in the 13th minute uh to give new mexico united the two nil lead it's josh suggs and he's got a lot of room suggs all the way here to the near sideline it's amano moreno's first touches cuts towards the midfield in a heavy dribble here he comes at pace he's got a through ball to zico bailey who gets inside the box bailey on a cut bailey on the shot bailey's done it two nil shake that net baby Zico Bailey so anyway let's go back to coach Quill I mean uh you know I mean he's gonna need every one of those guys as you embark on the playoffs first game Saturday night in Sacramento but uh, I'll tell you you know the decision it seems like that tough decision he seemed to have made it a very made good decision let's put it that way Pete yeah, hey, we we have a team for a reason, and if you're on my my only thing is the owners. I'm like, if they're on the if you're on New Mexico United's team, then you need to be able to play, and and we have guys that can play, and we have high class problem. You know, when we don't, you know, right now we don't have any 
short-term injury. So we still, you know, Chris Weehan's been on a long-term injury. Christian not out for the year. But other than that, we're very, very healthy. So that means that very good players aren't going to be in, even in the 18, let alone the starting 11. That's up to Coach Quill. And I think he set the tone that, hey, have a great week of practice. I'm going to pick my guys that are uh, – that are getting it done for us and give us the best chance to win. And I don't really care what the last name is on the back of your jersey. What I care about is what you're going to bring. And and that's that's um that's really refreshing. Not always the easiest thing for certain players to hear if it's not their name called. But what I'll give the players a lot of credit. The guys who were on the bench were loud. They were uh, in, intense. They were supporting their teammates. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's the sign that a team is gelling and coming together. And Pete, I, I mean, I got to make sure I budget time for this. So you, you always talk about how New Mexicans don't give up. They keep fighting. And, you know, from an owner perspective and, of course, the sporting manager, Itamar's perspective, you guys continued to add people till the very last uh, of the season. You you were trying to get this team into that postseason. The additions of uh, Shanita Borgelin, you got Zico Bailey we were talking about, Nikki Hernandez, uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, in net uh, from Seattle, Pete, you just you just were never going to believe this team wasn't going to make the postseason, Pete. Yeah, you know we we don't stop we don't quit and we st- don't stop fighting. We don't just sit there and make excuses. And uh, what we need to do is we have to always be in a state of trying to get better. We don't want to make moves just for the sake of making moves. But we had some some pieces uh, that we had to correct. And by bringing some of those players in, you mentioned it, it allowed other players to move into different positions that better suited them. So, you know, not asking as much of, of a Harry Schwartz, for example, when you wow. bring in Ezekiel Bailey, right? When you bring in yeah. Nikki Hernandez, it, it allows more flexibility for Mondo Moreno and our wingers. So, and you're not asking as much from your number nine. So, what it really did is it allowed Coach Quill to focus on the strengths of the players that we have, not ask them to do things that they don't traditionally do and and i think the team has really responded well to that we're talking to new mexico united president ceo peter trevisani joins us every monday right around this time here on espn radio 1017 the team and we're going to keep it going now with new mexico united in the playoffs saturday night at sac republic espn radio 1017 the team seven o'clock pregame eight o'clock start and you know pete you're talking strategically about bringing these guys in and maybe taking some pressure off here or you know giving coach quill another option here was there a sense of wanting to create some healthy competition too? I mean, whether it was directly or indirectly, light a fire under some guys. Was there ever intent there behind trying to create some competition on the roster? Yeah, look, I think it's fair. Our, our players, they're, they're pros. Um, we've got guys that have been here a long time. They know what it means or what it stands for. And, um, and you know, a lot of those guys are still the guys in the starting 11. But the fact is, is we always need to be you know, pushing forward. The league has gotten so much more competitive in the last five years. And so it's important that the players we have are also getting better and improving. Uh, and the demand on these players is, is super high. And so, you know, I, I think that, I think that we do, we did need to uh, let, you know, I, you know, we needed to shake it up. I'll just be brutally honest. You know, we've been, yes, it's our, we've been in the playoffs four out of five years now, but we've always come in at the, a lower rank seed. We haven't haven't had a home playoff game, and um, and while that's you know I'm proud of the fact we've been in the playoffs so much. That's not our goal. Our goal is to win a cup. Our goal is to be in the top two or three every single year uh, and be super competitive. So it was time to 
you know, that means sometimes you have to make tough decisions and uh, do what's best for the club. And uh, even if it's uh, painful. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it's paid off now with New Mexico United in the playoffs taking on Sac Republic. By my count, third time in five years playing Sac Republic in the playoffs, Pete. You guys are getting very familiar with them. I mean, just you, you talk about the, the balance in the league from top to bottom just on that front. And also, just you know, what... Just what stands out to you from from the business side, from the soccer side, what they've put together is you guys have gotten to know Sacramento Republic very well over the years, Pete. They've done a great job. I mean, they were in the Open Cup final uh, a year ago. I mean, think about that. They were one win away from competing in the CONCACAF uh, against Mexico and Caribbean teams and U.S. MLS teams. So Sacramento is as good a club as you can find. Um, it is It is the model if you're going to Say, hey, who do I want to build? Uh, you know, fashion a team around. That's Zach is right there at the top of the list. So, um, a huge amount of respect for them, their head coach, their players, uh, how they've done it. Um, great, great fans. But um, you know, this year, um, but that that all goes out the window. You know, we played them at home and beat them three nil. We went up to their place and tied them. So. Uh, you know, we know we have a lot of confidence that we can go in there and get a win. Uh, and uh, I don't think they're going to really be surprising us. We probably won't be surprising them. Uh, and uh, I think the best, you know, it's just going to be a, a, a great, great match. I'm expecting a fierce fight that goes down to the wire, maybe overtime. You know, I, I just really think this thing is going to be a, a, a fight to just to the very end. You and me both, Pete. All right, thank you so much. Good luck up there in Sacramento. We'll have that game uh, pregame at 7, kickoff at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. Thank you so much, Pete. We'll talk to you next Monday. Let's keep this thing rolling, buddy. Let's do it. I'm actually heading down just heading down to City Council. We've got the lease in front of City Council tonight, so hopefully we get uh, have a great week at some uh, land that we know we can build a stadium on and uh, a win in advance to the uh, final eight in the playoffs. I love it, and we may catch up with you maybe later this week on that. All right, though, thank you, Pete. Great. Appreciate it. Good luck with that as well. All right, take a quick break. When we come back, Cincinnati Bengal tight end Zach Gentry is going to join us. Team Talk live from Sandia Sports Bar, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.